we got a we got a sound effects back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We yeah. show. Yes, we do. You're gonna hear it. You're gonna hear it. Actually, you're oh, sorry, um, that's okay. <laughs> Get excited. That is okay. Excited. That is okay. She pulled the trigger. Like, <laughs> that is like, oh man. Okay, great. Uh, hey guys, uh, welcome to our podcast where we watch all of the Marvel movies uh, individually, and we come together on a video chat and discuss it: what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, and we're doing this as a quarantine project. You know, we're all stuck at home, binge watching shows anyway, so why not? Add a little bit more fun to it. Uh, my name is Rob, and with me are my marvelous friends, Rinaldi, Felice, and I'm Fergie. In this episode, we're going to talk about Avengers: Age of Ultron. The Avengers have gathered together once again, this time to fight a different threat. And it is Hydra. Hydra was dismantled by Captain America and Captain America the Winter Soldier. But there is a remnant with, of Hydra that is still on the loose. And so the Avengers band together to stop them because they have the scepter that Loki used in the Avengers movie. Once the Avengers recover the scepter, Tony Stark decides to experiment on it to create a peacekeeping Iron Legion program called Ultron. Ultron, however, has its own plans in order to keep the world safe, and that threatens everyone on Earth. Can the Avengers band together to stop Ultron from executing its plan, or will the anger and frustration at Tony's decision tear the Avengers apart? That's what we'll find out. I hope that... Uh, it's not the only thing frustrating Tony as we watch this movie. <laughs> I found a review on Variety.com by Scott Fundas. Hopefully I said that right. And an excerpt here I'll read is, he says, Having apparently resolved that one failed earthly invasion is enough for one millennium, Loki is nowhere to be found in Age of Ultron. But my, even minus his caustic wit, the new movie is a sleeker, faster, funnier piece of work. The sort of sequel like Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, Superman II, and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom before it, that shrugs off the self-seriousness of its predecessor and fully embraces its inner Sunday, I mean Saturday, excuse me, Saturday morning serial. Rather than putting all his eggs in one apocalyptic basket, Whedon this time hopscotches the globe from Europe to Africa to Asia and back, staging exuberant mini cliffhangers as he goes. And if we must once again watch the world end, or come perilously close, Age of Ultron at least gives us a more compelling and plausible destroyer than yet another galactic supervillain hellbent on domination. Specifically, it gives us that most destructive of all universal forces, man's own best intentions. Wow. So the review I found was from Kappel's ex, and he or she or them said, I liked it. It's not amazing, but certainly not bad. We get the Avengers, some new and old characters, a legitimately good villain, and some genuine improvements. Granted, it is kind of shallow, 
but nowhere near soulless Justice League 2017. Age of Ultron, at its best, is a great movie and a worthy sequel, but at its worst, it is a forgettable film. So in between, it's a weekend movie with some takeout. Imagine it like leftover pizza, but with some added spices and an appetizer. It may not catch the same taste and delight as the original, but that does not mean it cannot be enjoyed. Then just fighting words. Okay. It's fighting okay. words, but you I mean, know not what? Really fighting words. It sounds like that. It's like, sounds... okay, this movie could have been better, but not as good as before. Blah, blah, blah. But um, Leftover pizza? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, I don't know. Have you had leftover pizza? I have to heat it up. I mean, I I personally like it, but that language communicates a lot of different things. So that's, that's fair. That's, that's okay. fair. And maybe this movie is a spectrum. It's you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I think, um, you know, I I think there's so much that you can say about this movie, and you're right. I think the way that person writes his review, it's definitely uh, it's broad language, kind of. Um, but. Uh, now we have an opportunity to tell the people what we thought. Um, what would you grade this movie? If you know you could grade this movie, we've been watching all the Marvel movies so far. What would you grade this one compared to all the other ones? Oh, in comparison, or just like a straight up grade? Uh, just mm-hmm. a grade. Uh, I'll go for. Oh, um. Well. Go? You know what? I kind of resonate with uh, some of the thoughts that Fergie's uh, review, the the person that she read. I'm giving it a C. I wow. Yeah, I yeah. Golly. Because it, it's wow. good, but yeah, it's. I I think when I think it. it all right, let me get myself together. <laughs> No, the, yeah, you know, I mean, I was wrestling. I was wrestling if I should give it like a B minus. I just, it's just not on par with the first Avengers nor Winter Soldier. And like, I just know Joss wow. Whedon better than that. And so I'm just kind of like, okay, this was a movie. I like the, I um like the villain. Like I, I like these type of films that have like AI as like the, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. you know, the whole, your technology is against you sort of thing. I like that, but there was just certain something about it. Like I didn't, I wasn't drawn to it like I was for the first Avengers. And there's some certain things that, I mean, you know, with script wise, you know, Black Widow gets better, but there's also pieces, <laughs> whole romantic, I don't even want to, you know what? What? Uh, better? <laughs> I'm going to on that. But anyway, C. <laughs> C. Wow. I'm shocked. I'm sorry. You could go ahead. I got, I got, I'm immature when it comes to Black Widow. You can go it's ahead. like flip a coin. She's all right. And then other times like, uh. Yeah. But that's not the only thing. But I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> wow. C. Not to say I didn't enjoy it, but C. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So, all right. Well, first, let me let me get my black. <laughs> oh, dang. Yo, uh, so if you y'all don't remember, right here uh, before the movie. So Iron Man. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, because no, I'm trying to figure out because I okay, I'm trying to give her a chance. I'm trying to be positive because on a pre the previous Avengers podcast, Charnette <laughs> called me a hater. She was our guest on the podcast, and she's a she's awesome. I loved having her on the podcast, but she accused me of being a Black Widow hater. So I'm trying to find something to redeem her to to connect with. Because when I watched these movies the first time, I didn't find I had no connection to her. So now, I'm, okay, I got fresh eyes, new perspective. So I'm grading to see if there's improvement. That that's the goal. I'm trying to be positive. Trying. I'm trying. You know, because yeah, I, I want to be positive. That's what I want to be. But so so Iron Man two, uh, I gave her a C minus because you know she had some good scenes with Pepper. I thought that were kind of funny because Tony was trying to work it out with her. So. She was kind of, you know, she was doing her thing in those scenes. I thought that was funny. Um, so she was okay. And then um, Cap 2. Oh, wait. Avengers, she was a D minus. The only one scene I liked her in was the one with Hawkeye. And that was mainly because oh, I liked Hawkeye. Um, and then Cap 2 <laughs> is an F minus. Garbage. Dialogue. It got to a point where Cat was annoyed with <laughs> Cat was like, yo, why am I riding in the car with you? Like <laughs> Steve Rogers was like, why are you with this movie? He's the nicest guy in the whole Marvel universe, and he was annoyed with this week. And then now in this movie, you want to hear my grade? She can't get worse than F minus, right? It's a it's a zero. It's a zero. She has a zero. Out of He's like, I can't even put a letter. Like a there. zero. Okay. Like she contributed nothing, nothing to this movie, and she said the worst <laughs> one I've ever heard. And I almost yep. my phone, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Anyway, my well, my review. So my review is that this movie I watched it with fresh eyes and didn't think about Avengers one at all. Did not think about Avengers 1. Didn't think about Loki. Because I watched it the first time and had a way low grade because of that. So I watched it with a fresh perspective. And I think this movie is better than people better than people, people give it credit for. Uh, I think the dialogue is on point. The characters mm-hmm. are interacting well. I think the action's on point. Some of the scenes, the you know, the choreography could be a bit better. But overall, I thought the action was on point. I thought Ultron was an interesting villain. Because he's not really a villain. He's more of a creation of Tony's worst fears. And I thought that the characters worked well together. Like, they had better teamwork in this movie than the first Avengers. Um, I don't think it's as good as the first Avengers. But it's still a good movie. Okay. So I give it a B plus. Okay, wow. B plus. You know what? B plus, okay. I think I might switch my grade. You know what? Yeah, I, I think I might put it like a C plus. <laughs> B minus. And the reason why... I don't need your old pity. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not really you. I just started to self reflect because you know. I don't know. I guess when you think about it in a certain way, about like, yeah, Ultron's not a villain per se, but it's kind of like, you know, just like I don't know. It just makes you think about humans just in general. So there's a certain narrative with that too. It's just like, okay, are we self-destructing? Are we what you know? So when you start getting philosophical, yeah. it boosts the grade up. So I will be gracious mm-hmm. and I will bump this up to a C. Should we do a high C mm-hmm. minus or a 
A high C plus or a B minus? Hmm. Wow. I don't know. Like a 79.5. At least it's trying to be positive. I can respect that. Yeah. Yeah. I can respect that. Trying to be positive. This movie does have its flaws, though. So I didn't. Yeah, it does have flaws. So I think I might have it like you know C plus, and then you know if we want to put a number to it, that's a seventy nine point five. I'm giving it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I don't even know how to feel about what you guys said. I I enjoyed this movie. I liked how um, it was darker compared to the other movies, like darker in color palette and darker in, I guess, just overall theme. Um, I didn't think the CGI was the best, especially in the beginning. I'm like, I feel like I'm in a computer game. I thought that was wasn't done well. Um, but I liked the action. I liked yeah, I liked um, the humor. I liked how you got to kind of see these heroes um, in different settings or like social settings. I thought that was cool. So I'm going to give this one an A minus. Wow. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm going oh, wow. to yeah. lean out hey. of the view of the camera. Oh, and I'm going to lean hey. back. Hey. Wow. You uh, gave yeah, I'm a G. She can. Oh, okay. Right. okay. I feel good about wow. that. I feel. Yeah. I'm chilling. Right. I, I would watch this again. I liked it. I liked the characters. I like. I liked everything about it. It has flaws for sure. I hated I like Black Widow, but I, I liked it. It was a flawed movie. Facts. Um. A minus. Wow. Man, I don't know. I would like that again. I feel challenged. I feel challenged. Um, So let me start with some of the redeeming qualities of this movie. This movie, it's a good movie. Let me just. Yeah. It's a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to prepare y'all. It's a good movie. It's it's definitely watchable. And. The plot makes sense. The plot is easy to follow. Right. It's not convoluted. Uh, the plot makes sense for the world that the Avengers are in. Um, and you feel the stakes. You feel that the Avengers feel the stakes. Uh, and the stakes are, while they're massive, um, it's not your typical, I'm evil, so I'm evil because I'm evil. Let's just destroy the world or conquer the world. It's not that mm-hmm. kind of movie. Is definitely, or it's not that kind of villain, rather. Um, the plot is much different and it touches on a lot of things that happen today uh, in our world. Um, so I think that there are some great dialogue moments. There are definitely great character moments. Um, even some of the jokes are good, except in the third um, in the in the third act, uh, you can literally, in, in the final fight, you can set your timer to every joke that lands. It's like 90 seconds per joke, yeah. uh, for each joke. It's 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 atrocious. It's it's very annoying. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, despite some of those redeeming qualities, the other things that the other things that play a part in how this movie does, um, they don't commit. They're just big pockets that were not filled. Um, I give this movie, and this is tough, because a part of me likes this movie. But then I'm like, I'm also a bit bored. Hmm. Um, there are moments where I'm just hmm. bored. Yeah. 
Um, not that the plot's boring, not that the character, there's nothing boring about this movie, but there's nothing in this movie that is like, why should I care really? Mm. Uh, I give this movie a C minus. Woo! Wow. I give it a C minus. Yeah. Y'all open, y'all open y'all eyeballs at me yeah. when I said C originally in the here. I give it a C minus. C. No, there, there's some interesting things about the editing process because uh, Josh Whedon had some, uh, some, some, some fighting words with Marvel, that's, and that's it. It shows because he he basically quit this Marvel. Is the last because... Avengers movie he does, uh, or any Marvel movie he does with uh, yeah. Marvel or with uh, Disney. Yeah, yeah. Because in a nutshell, they want they forced him to yeah. cut 33 percent of the movie. Oh wow. Like cut scenes that he felt would have explained character motivations yeah. and, and things like that. And, and yeah, it kind of feels oh, like it's wow. It definitely feels like it lacked depth. And they forced him to write in those oh. jokes in the third mm-hmm. act that were not that great. They yeah, you can you can set your timer. The kids. Like, I remember being. Yeah, you, I remember when um, the kids. That's what Josh Whedon said. He says this is a darker kids, movie. Who cares about the kids? Yeah, it's about humanity and yeah. philosophy and things like that. Like, like it's, it's hard to sell an Ultron toy. Yeah. Like that <laughs> kind of Ultron, you know what I mean? Sure. Like if it's a comic book, a cartoon Ultron, maybe. But like it's hard to sell an Ultron toy from this movie. Just that that CGI monster robot thing. He yeah, was, he was kind of creepy. Uh, he doesn't look friendly to the child. Yeah, I don't see. I, I don't see kids buying that. It toy. looks scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for any reason. Nope. <laughs> Unless they want to scare yeah. other kids. That's the only reason. If there's a kid that wants to scare another kid, yeah. they'll buy it. So obviously, so based on some of our letter grades, this movie is kind of all over the place. And It's a chasm. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. And what's crazy, though, right? I'm hearing you guys like talk about uh, how you felt about the movie, what you liked, a little bit what you disliked. And for the most part, we kind of feel the same. But our interpretation of how the movie delivered was different, you know, and so that's what makes this movie very, very interesting and not really in a good way. Um, Because this is coming off of Avengers 1. Um, And then they bring in Ultron. Uh, That's a big story in the Iron Man world and the Avengers world. Um, They had, oh man, I remember when I saw the first trailer for this and then I started seeing some toys come out and I was in New York uh, I think one week or one weekend, and there was a comic book shop that was like three floors. It was massive, and I went to the top floor, and there was this uh, statue of Ultron sitting down with a cracked Iron Man helmet. It was just a statue, and it, it looks so cool. I think it was like three hundred dollars. I wasn't trying to buy that. Oh my gosh! But I saw. I was like, that looks epic. I cannot wait for the movie, and so. I don't know. I think if this movie was on TV, I'd watch it. I'd watch it again if it's just, eh. But with all these other Marvel movies, there's no reason for me to watch this again. Mm. Um, wow. For, for like an Avengers Part yeah. 2. This is this is Avengers Part 2. I, I think I, I think it's tough, but... Yeah, when when you frame it in that way, yeah. I understand your grades of it. Though I still obviously disagree. Yeah, I mean... I... Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say I I definitely see what you're where you're coming from. I think I think we're all kind of on the same page. Mm-hmm. I think this movie 
isn't a good movie on its own, like as a standalone movie. Um, but it's a good movie because it sets, it helps sets up what's going to happen um, after it. Um, so it's definitely not like an Iron Man one movie, but um, I definitely enjoyed this movie. I would absolutely watch it again if it was on TV. Um, it, and it's fun to like hate watch it and hate some characters as well. So I don't know. I just find it very enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in this movie, um, you know, we could talk about plot. We could talk, we can get to that, but I think it would be a great idea to talk, um, talk a little bit about some new characters that we're introduced to. Um, and, um, yeah, cause I think, I think we're introduced, we're starting to get, uh, some new characters in the mix now. Um, the first character that is new to the scene that we see is, um, Ultron. Okay, he's the villain of the movie. Um, what did you guys think of the way he was introduced in this movie? I will have to say I love James Spader, and I'm so happy he was the villain for this movie. So yeah. right off the bat, I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I liked how they introduced him interrupting the party. Mm-hmm. And in a weird way, it felt like Tony... Self sabotaged himself because he's the one that organized this party, but then his creation comes out to interrupt the party, and it's almost like this reminder of like there are things you fight yeah. that you fight that aren't tangible, that aren't like just a one dimensional villain. Like, no, there's something more to the reason why people can be in danger. It's not just like somebody like Loki. It's like something that you create can haunt him. And there's that this horror kind of factor when he walked out in that Iron Man robot um, drone and started speaking to everybody and everybody's reactions were just like thrown off. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, um, I think it's I I think what I really like about Ultron is um, that it really, basically, the way I saw it, Ultron is basically like AI Tony. That's that's basically um, what it is. Um, he has kind of like Tony Stark's remarks, certain things like that, and even even kind of like the daddy issues too. Even when they're just like, oh. You're just like Stark. I think someone made that, a remark like that in the movie, and he just like had like a little bit of a tantrum, like no. Yeah. So I just I thought that that was really interesting, um, just mm-hmm. Ultron's personality and how it comes from Tony. Like that was that's that's like Tony's child. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And he and I yeah. think too, um, Ultron's like a scientist. Yeah, you could say that. Um, And I think, too, something, this part really shook me. If there's nothing else in the movie, it's where, um, you know, Ultron, um, he's, you know, he's getting downloaded and stuff into a new um, consciousness and and whatever. And they're kind of, actually, isn't that that part? I don't know. Anyways. um, Yeah, but, you know, basically, 
the quote unquote, the twins, they're asking like, oh, so you're just trying to get rid of humanity? Like they're trying to figure out like, what's your end goal? Like, what, what, what do you mean by this stuff? And he said, ask Noah. And I said, oh, that line shook me. I was like, ooh, he's serious. Like, so that I, so there's little things like that where I was like, oh man, he's like, it's really clear what it is that he's trying to do. And yeah, so that line, that, that, that was hard. That was, yeah, mm-hmm. that was chilling. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you said something that reminded me, you talked about how Ultron, uh, we see some of Tony Stark's uh, daddy issues in Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, and I mm-hmm. didn't think about this before, but it also looks like he learned deceit from Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. noticed that like he does not tell um, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, he doesn't tell the Maximoffs uh, what his plan is. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't tell anybody what his true plan is. He kind of keeps it a secret. And that's what Tony Stark does. He did this in his right. movie. It's literally uh, a parallel story that's taking place between um, Tony Stark and Ultron. It's almost like Ultron is trying to replace Tony and replace the whole world with himself or AI and robots or whatever. Uh, but I always, I always thought that that was just interesting how they were so connected, but I never picked up on that. Like, okay, his daddy issues and his deceit. Uh, I, I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Even like a joke that he made, I can't remember the exact line that like after Ultron said it, um, Tony made some remark like, oh, I was I was just about to say that. Or like, you know, he's, he's yeah. like one second ahead of me. So they're so like. Oh, yeah. He said, um, Thor, have you ever cracked an omelet before? Yeah, right. Because Thor was saying, how can there be peace in this violence? And he was like, well, Thor, have you ever cracked an omelet? And then Tony right. Was like, so they're so similar. He is the he is the AI version of Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> Or, oh. or at least one half a right. version of what Tony Stark is, because right. there's a character that comes out, which I think is uh, Tony's other half of his duality. Um, that's true. Because um, I, because yeah. I think that's what that is: is that it, it plays on Tony's duality between like mm-hmm. you know, imminent destruction and then like just wanting to do right, wanting to do the right thing. He's just that. It literally is a struggle separated. Tony. I think, um, like I was saying earlier, I think Ultron is a scientist who once he believes that through um, technology the world can be better, and so I guess his version of that is to create Mm -hmm. a new body from himself. The same way in Iron Man One, he was experimenting with the suit to put on his body. So Mm -hmm. it's like even that's. Very interesting. Like, because Ultron's stealing parts from laboratories all over the world. The same way Tony was in his lab in the first movie trying to figure out how to build the suit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so he, he breaks out. Oh, well, first of all, let's talk about the party because he interrupts the party. But that party is one of my favorite scenes. Me too. (laughs) That scene, like, supersedes the movie it, it yeah. it's legendary um but I love that. boom you're looking for this oh my goodness 
Oh, man. My man, Rody. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I'm like, dude, you're not Terrence Howard. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. He goes, yeah, see, it kills. What's wrong with these guys? <laughs> yeah, I love everything about it. I love the jokes. I love the hanging out. I love them drinking. And I love this scene where they're all trying to lift Thor's hammer. <laughs> I'm like, that's just classic. Like, the, if the movie ended right there, I'd be so happy. Like, oh, that was, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like when uh, everybody couldn't lift it and Captain America just like moved it a little bit. Moved it a little bit. <laughs> oh man, he goes, uh oh, what? Oh my gosh. And then he realizes <laughs> move and he's like, he kind of has that relief, like, ha ha ha, he like chuckles it off. Yeah, yeah, he goes, he like breathes, he exhales, he goes, oh. <laughs> nothing, huh? <laughs> oh my goodness. I also like how, I like the pacing of that party too because I felt like you, it wasn't rushed at all. It was like nice and slow. I like the progression of it, and I think the rest of the movie really isn't like mm-hmm. that. So I think it was a nice little break in between, mm-hmm. or yeah, break between all the action. Yeah, and I think yeah. it makes. I think there's one problem with that. No, I was gonna say I think it makes them like a little bit more relatable too because it's like. Okay, yeah, they're 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 superheroes. They they defend the earth against things, but it's just like they're also regular people. They just want to have a drink today and laugh and just right. fun and joke. So I like that seeing that scene. Yeah. yeah. So the one problem with that scene is when Thor said drink better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Times better than James. Twenty five and a I half agree. times better than James. Actually, no, 30 times. 30 times you better. know what's funny about that, too, is I was shaking my head at that scene, not because, oh, like the comparison between Pepper and Jane, but the fact that he said, oh, you know, Jane, he, she might win the Nobel Peace Prize for her work on the Convergence. I'm like, Convergence? I'm like, you mean Dr. Selvig's work on the Convergence? Right. Let's right. pause. <laughs> like, let's talk that right now. Yeah. Acting like she's the best. Do not <laughs> lift her. It is has always been Dr. Selvig, like in their leaders, like stop. At least I think Dr. Selvig's a ghostwriter. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So that I had an issue with him trying to hype her up. I was like, you know that ain't even true, right? Like <laughs> sure, you're not That's even on Earth. Half the time. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah, no, you know where your girlfriend's at. Like, you're always in Asgard. You're like traveling back and forth. You're never on. So, like, come on, dude. You don't even know. Yeah, your girlfriend's basically a high school cheerleader. That's what she really is. Yeah, and and they're referring to like uh, the Dark World, like the worst movie. Right. You know, whatever. But that's not this movie. This movie's at least a little better than that. This movie. I've got it right the first time. Kind of. Well, kind of, kind of. Um, so, okay, so so Ultron, I don't know if there's anything else that's mentioned about Ultron. Maybe we can mention something later if it comes to mind. But uh, Ultron, in an effort to make himself better, kind of like how Tony's always rebuilding his suit, uh, Ultron is trying to improve and evolve, just like his father, if you will, Tony Stark. And so he basically starts his own little project which we find out that it's Vision. Uh, and he uses the element from the scepter. 
you know, because the Mind Stone is in it. Nobody else could discover that except for Ultron. Mm. Um, and he places the Mind Stone on Vision, which I guess helps helps speed up the process. That was the missing element, and then yada yada. Um, but what did we think of Vision when when we first are introduced to him? I was like, why why does he have so many names? Like there was a quick scene where Tony was like, oh hey J- Jay, like what's up today or whatever. And I was like, Jay? And then they call him Jarvis. And then, is this spoiling it if I say Vision? Is that, yeah. Vision? And they call him Vision. And I'm like, is his full name Jarvision? Like, what's... Jarvis! <laughs> I need to understand. <laughs> Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah, but I can't... I can't put Joss Whedon completely off the hook. Um... There are moments in this film where I think he rushes through scenes, and I can tell that it's him. It's not the producers, because obviously the producers caused this film some problems, because um, they took some scenes out that really would have made the film better. But I think Whedon messed up, too, because there are certain scenes he just rushes through stuff, and Vision that Vision scene's an example, because they kind of... I think mm. that scene's a little too fast. Mm. I agree. This is like a yeah. brand new character, and Thor just busts in. Yeah. I had a vision that, you know, this thing is going to help us, and then bam, and then they don't even figure out who yeah. he is or what to call him. Mm. It's just yeah. like a jump. It's kind of jumbled. I agree with that. I agree. So. I think right when when Thor comes in, strikes lightning, whatever he does. And then he goes on and says he has a vision, or he had a vision, um, hence his name. Um, I I had to think back, like, wait, what is Thor talking about? Like, I completely mm-hmm. forgot about Thor's little side quest. Yeah. It was for yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Although it was important. It, it did. Because it yeah. didn't fit yeah. in with the movie. And it, but it's important. It sets up stuff in the future. Yeah. So it doesn't fit. Wait, what happened, right? He got he got Selvig, and then where did they go? I kind of like zoned out so, at that part. So um, what happens is he gets Selvig. Uh, well, before he gets Selvig, they're all at the, uh, the safe house, right? right? And then from there, yeah. from there, he leaves because he goes, "Hey, I, I I've been revealed. Something's shown itself to me. I, I you know I got to figure this out." So he goes, finds Selvig, and they go to this this pool place whatever Ronaldo you might know what this is um yeah I don't remember the name yeah. of the pool it has shown up in um yeah the cartoon Earth's Mightiest Heroes and he has the Norn stones they're these like I don't know if they're Asgardian but they're like these magical stones that reveal like knowledge or like um, they they kind of give you visions of mm-hmm. things to come, like information or whatever. So, but they only right. work if you're inside that pool. Um, the problem is they go yeah. through this information so fast, you blink and you forget, yeah. and that's yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that's Whedon's fault. That is not the producers. He he writes sometimes he'll write things too fast, and it'll work for characters like Tony because Tony's like really quick witted and. But somebody like Thor who barely speaks regular You gotta slow that down, yeah. You gotta slow it down. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Selvig's so what not American. Here, so he's he in that rest, water so. and that water helps clear up and, and tie some loose ends in Thor's vision. And in the vision, he finds the six infinity stones. He see mm-hmm. he has a vision of the six infinity stones with yeah. the uh, infinity gauntlet. 
Um, and from there, that's when he returns back to uh, the Avenger base and he goes, I have a vision or I had a vision. Uh, there's something going on. Somebody's, you know, playing this very long game against us right now. We're playing mm-hmm. we're pawns in a big chess game. And, uh, you know, it involves an Infinity Stone, which is in his head right now. Mm. And so, wow. but like, but like, if you don't sit and yeah. spend five minutes thinking about that, you're going to blow right over it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I kind of wish they mm-hmm. just saved it for a voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest. Like, I know it's like, oh, we want to give the, the comic book nerds, like, something yeah. to get excited about, so let's, let's have them visualize the infinity stones but then but now yeah. you're making the movie yeah. harder to follow mm-hmm. by yeah. doing that. But I thought Vision was cool. I mean, I liked his he 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 kind of reasoned that okay, if we're optimistic, then the outcome for other people is good, like and that's that's what mm-hmm. we should work for. The the best outcome mm-hmm. for for other people. Whereas like yeah. Ultron was more selfish. So, so. I like I, I like Vision Two in this movie. Um, it, it's hard to tell about the dialogue how I feel about it, but just the character himself, I, I like the way they introduced him. It was fast. Did you guys notice uh, when they had that back and forth, wondering whether or not to trust him? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were asking him, "Should we trust you? Uh, how do we know you're on our side?" And I. Th- from what I remember, uh, he looks at Thor, and right when he looks at Thor, that's when he grows his cape. He gives himself a cape. Yeah, he did. To yeah. identify himself, yeah, to identify himself with them, to say, hey, I'm on your side. What do, what do, not, these aren't his words, but like, in layman's term, what do the good guys look like? He looks at Thor, gives himself a cape. Um, I thought that that was like, you'll miss it. Uh, but this is probably my like fifth time watching this, and when I saw that, I was like, "I wonder if that was deliberate. I wonder if that's what's happening there." Hmm. I did. Yeah, I think that. you're right. Um, yeah. I think of like so many shows I've seen where like an alien or a foreigner will come to Earth and talk to you, like the main character, and be like, "I can take on a form that's more pleasing to you." So like mm-hmm. hearing you say that makes a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to fit in and seem less of a threat. Because he's he's a threat. He could be a threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did catch that too. And I think um, similarly to what Fergie's saying, yeah, I think it's just kind of like, oh, like, I should put on some clothes. Oh, I kind of dig that cape. Like, oh, okay, let me try. And, <laughs> and maybe he specifically copied Thor's attire because Thor was the one who helped him come into existence that way. Um, because yeah. honestly, he could have chose any type of whatever it looks like to throw on so maybe he just has that special connection with thor and is also trying to fit in with the group and say hey i'm not your enemy like we're cool i don't know yeah i think even to that point too like he almost has like superhero clothes on where um ultron doesn't really have anything he's kind of like an exoskeleton um, or just robotic. So I think that's a very interesting um, comparison. It is weird, though, because he was trying to put his brain inside of mm. his body. So it's like, 
I don't know. It's almost like he's kind of like, well, like I have no choice but to be this robot monster because they stole my, they stole my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. But I feel like after that intro, um, well, actually, before we get to after that intro, uh, you know, it's a callback from earlier in the movie when they were trying to lift the hammer. Uh, you know, whoever lifts the hammer, they are worthy, and he lifts the hammer with no problem. He goes, mm-hmm. he basically goes like, "Hey, listen, um, I don't have time." I forget what exactly he says, but he basically says like, I, "We could talk back and forth or whatever, but we have no time." And right when he says we have no time, he he's giving Thor his hammer, and I don't even think Vision knew what he was doing, hmm. but everybody else saw that and they were like, "Wait, is he worthy?" Like. He lifted it, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very awkward moment for Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but then, like, mm-hmm. after that, I feel like... I feel like uh, Vision kind of took a dip. You know, that was his peak of the movie, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Whedon wrote him for just that scene <laughs> and the, en- the ending, because he has a good scene at the end, but... About it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I think that's a uh, somewhat of a issue that I have with the film too. It's just like, okay, we just got two new Avengers, but it's kind of like I don't know. Their entrances weren't very impactful to me, but I know based off of future films and stuff like that that they're actually like dope. But it's just like their entry was kind of like. Yeah, we're here, and just like okay, I'll see you later. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> like. Wait, picking up the huh? hammer did nothing for you. He just picked it up like it was a bag of groceries. But, Vision just picked up. No, the no, no. I mean that's cool. I'm just saying, like he didn't really. It was cool, but it was just cool. Like it was just like, oh yeah, I didn't get excited about his interest. Entrance, entrance. Excuse me, can't talk today. Um, or Scar- even Scarlet Witch too. Like I love her, but I wasn't like excited either when <laughs> when she like came out the door as an Avenger. It was just like, oh, we got another one. But it's like, okay, <laughs> hey, we got another one. What? <laughs> no, listen. It does. It does something. Hey, 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 hey. It does something for me because I like Scarlet Witch. But in terms of like just that, yeah, I don't know. They just kind of slip characters in. Hawkeye actually made a female <laughs> character better. He tried to make it work in the first movie. He tried. He gave a, he gave a good speech to her. He was like, don't worry about that red let you red mean- Avenger. Let's go. And she just went pew 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 with some pen. I'm like, come on, man. The man, the man forgave you. He forgave you for all the jacked up stuff you did. You come up you with some pistols going to keep you. <laughs> this lady was like, you know what? You right, Hawkeye. Let's go. I said, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I'm just saying the introductions <laughs> to the characters. I was just kind of like, it was just kind of like, okay, yes, yeah, yeah, okay, they're here. But I'm what? not saying that Scarlet, no, hey, are you kidding me? Scarlet's a beast. I love that girl. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, so but... speaking of, it's okay. So okay, speaking of Scarlet Witch, um, you know, we could transition to some other new characters. Uh, you know, they, we get the Maximoffs. We get Quicksilver and we get Scarlet Witch. We get quick for um, like five seconds. 
Yo. That's where they'll take notes. That's how you come out and fight an invading Why army. Why do my man's quick that like that? He was only there for five seconds. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, Sad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, he had like a couple he funny ones. Oh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah. I think. I think for I think for this character yeah, it, it, it worked, and I think actually out of all the villains, because they for the first half of the movie they played a villain or they were advocating for you know yeah. they wanted to destroy and kill Tony, um, yeah, uh, Tony Stark. But <laughs> in that first half, when they were fighting the Avengers, like they messed them up. Yeah, oh, they yeah. messed them up big time. Like Scarlet Witch, like yeah. tore them apart. Quicksilver, you can't catch that guy. Like, what in the world? Like, yeah. they just and these are two kids. Like, and by the way, these are like yeah. they're not even they're fully not trained. Even, like, this fully is X Men we're talking about, right? These are. I mean, I know they don't yeah. have the rights, but like, hmm. this is X Men. We get these two. Uh, you get Quicksilver, and we get Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Um, we didn't make it made it vague mm-hmm. on how they got That's their power, true. just in case they were able to get the rights back. Because it was, because Strucker was like, it doesn't matter how they were able to be, how they were able to survive the experiments. What matters? Yeah, they should have. They should have explained, explained that more. Because they didn't never explain why they they got. And the and then Ultron on purpose when they're talking to Ultron made. about their history, Ultron says, uh, you know. I always wondered how you got your powers. Now I know, or how you were able to survive yeah. the experiments. Now I know, and it's like, but even that's vague, right? Yeah, they did it on purpose, man. Because I, I think they're trying to. Yeah, I mean, th- they have the rights now, so. But oh, I mean, that's a whole yeah, nother, that's a but like, but area. I would yeah, like to still deal right with now. like, okay, like, why didn't they talk about that in this movie? Like, mm. I don't know. I, I think they could have spent. I mean, they're I know that. Games. I know That's that. They, they the <laughs> no, 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 no. They, they I'm saying, no, no, no. They literally, literally could have played off uh, with another Captain America scenario. This is Hydra wanting to recreate Super Soldiers. So why they could they play with that? Oh, they could have yeah, just played with that. You know, like yeah. this is Hydra who took Bucky, right? Same Hydra that made Winter Soldier. Why couldn't yeah. it be the same sort of thing where they're meddling with? The super soldier serum and mixing weird stuff with it along with biological bonding with these human beings and that's how they get their powers i don't know i don't know um what did you guys think of the story that they told about like what they went through as kids yeah um yeah i i liked it as a little backstory for them but i don't know for me i i think the thing that i have with this film which is why i was keeping it around the c range is because i under i see what ultron's doing and i see the maximoff's motivation you know but it just like i don't know when it mixes together i don't think it really comes together well that's just my personal Thing. Like, I just feel like those are two separate stories that you could have done. But when you intersect them, it just kind of didn't fit for me. But I do, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, you know, okay, they were just having a peaceful dinner. 
things happen. They find out that like all these these weapons and explosions and stuff, it had the Stark name on it. And so they're just like, all right, we gonna end this man. Oh. We, you know, so like I'm I'm cool with that. But in conjunction with the Ultron storyline and what they were trying to do, I just don't think it fits. Well, they didn't know Ultron's whole plan. Right. They saw Ultron as a weapon to fight Tony because Tony's Tony's really powerful. He kills like half a Hydra army in five seconds. Right. Yeah. So when they see a giant robot that can fight Tony, they're like, okay, we got a guy, we got a brother that can take this. It's like in the streets. Like you, you see a six foot eight dude, you know, you know, ruling, you know, controlling the streets, and he stole your money, stole your wallet. You look for another six foot eight dude. Like, yo, this dude took my wallet. Right. You want to tag team up? Yeah. And... Real quick? Mm-hmm. But a 6 8 dude is probably like some kind of, I don't know, human trafficker. Mm-hmm. You don't know about that part. You just know he's 6 8. Right. You know, yeah. And, like and yeah. And I, I get it from that standpoint. But for some reason, and I can't pinpoint why, it just like, it makes sense, but it doesn't. Like, I just feel like they could have separated the two. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I- I kind of agree with you, Elise. I feel like it was a very compelling story when it was being told, but I also completely forgot about it. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Oh, yeah, I guess they did talk about it. Yeah, yeah maybe that's what it is. There's a lot of forgettable things in this movie. That yeah. It's not forgettable because they're not good. It's forgettable because they're not delivered well. It's rushed through. It's yep. rushed yeah, yeah. Because I was... I was just thinking it would I liked how Scarlet Witch told the story, but what if they like um did a flashback? Maybe that would have you know stuck a little bit more. Yeah. What if they, mm. yeah. yeah. They actually filmed well you it. know, what if they started the movie with that instead of one big Yeah, that's scene? true. Yeah. Give us some yeah. Yep. You know the sad thing is they started the movie with them holding hands. That's the first hmm. image of the movie. It's it's like five wow. seconds. It's super quick. It's like they're holding hands, and then you hear a shaking, and then it pans out. And it's but like wait, is that them holding hands? Infiltrating. Wait, why did I? Yeah, that? it's them too. It was five seconds. What? Because it's like five seconds. Dude. It's like super quick, and then and then and then you see Scarlet Witch turn because there's this shaking hmm. like. And then, and then the camera pans out, and you see all the Avengers like attacking the. I gotta watch that again. I completely missed that. Yeah, it's super quick, but like I feel like it would have been better. Have the flashback, flashback credit Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron, and then start the movie with them in Sokovia. No, I think even on addition to that, you you have that flashback. And then you transition into the Iron Legion showing up and saying, "Hey, this is there's yeah. a battle. You need to clear out for your safety." And you have people throw eggs at the the Iron Legion, and then you show yeah. the the Avenger fight because then it's like it it delivers yeah. her story way better, yeah, and more yeah. visual connection to it because it's like these people. Don't yeah. like the Avengers. Here's why. These, you know, and you show, it's also, you show the story. It's also like it's not it. totally clear. Like you have to really read into it. But we get a little sense that the world outside of the United States, at least, 
does not like the Avengers, especially Tony Stark. Right. Um, <laughs> we get we get that sense. Um, I it's it's hard though because we know Ultron does not like the Avengers. We know the Maximoffs don't like the Avengers. We know Hydra does not like the Avengers. But like your normal citizen, uh, we get it like really quick towards the end where somebody throws something at one of Tony's uh, drones. Um, but like it's not really told yeah. per se why right. people don't like the Avengers. But it's there. It's written. It, it's written out throughout the movie. But it's so yeah. it's not on the surface. Well. This is where the producers messed up because the producers made yeah. Joss Whedon cut these scenes out. The scenes that explain how mm-hmm. the rest of the world feels about the Avengers, producers mm-hmm. made Joss Whedon cut those scenes out because they felt like yeah. it would make the movie too serious. Well, I mean, you know what? I'm yeah, sorry, so. children. Which is kind of annoying because children of the world, I love you, but it ain't that ain't and not everything's for you. I this is like <laughs> now my movie experience is interrupted because of y'all. No. <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah, at least it's like at least it's like y'all jokers are the reason I get this movie a C. You made me you made me dish out a C C because of this. See that kids? Nah. Yeah. I I wish I wish they explained the backstory better without us without them telling it to us. I wish we saw yeah. a, a flashback or something. I think that would be more effective. That way we can yeah. relate to the characters more. If we just saw um Although I still feel, I still hold on to what I said about uh, the Maximoffs in their first half of the movie. I really think that them demolishing the Avengers showed their range, um, just as young, untrained uh, yeah. experiments, if you will. Especially Scarlet, which. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she tore them apart. Yeah. Funny, funny thing is, she's nerfed. She's like weaker. Than her comic book self, because her comic book self rewrote oh, sure, all yeah. of reality. Where people, she, she, she like mind, mind mm-hmm. altered the whole world into different personality. Like she made Steve Rogers retire. She made like Wolverine actually become like a teacher and not traveling the like. She, she just changed it. She made Tony give up like wow. not building suits. Like she's she OP, the whole and world. they, the, yeah, MCU didn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe she's not there yet. Maybe she'll get there. You know, one, there's one. <laughs> yeah, yeah this is the first appearance. Right. She hasn't, she's not even trained. But I think she's we also, we get a glimpse of her power, too, at the end when her brother dies, and she's, like, yelling in that, like, heartbreak, and then she kind of goes off on everyone. Yeah. Yeah, and how did she? How did she know that? I just—that's a question I need to know. Like, did she see it, or is it just they're playing out that twin telepathy thing? They're twins. She can. Yeah, she can yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, but she can. She can. can but she she they're also twins. Yeah, so they're playing off the twin thing. Okay, I just need oh, yeah, yeah. clarity on yeah. that. I was yeah. just kind of like, she yeah. didn't see it. I didn't see her look out the window. Another yeah. And I've seen that. Um, you know, twelve one minute. Twelve minutes. Um, well, yeah, that's right. But uh, uh, one thing that I, I did want to talk about really quick before we move on to our next segment is, um, you know, after the Maximoffs destroy the Avengers in the first half of the movie, um, they go to a safe house, which is probably my second favorite scene or moment yeah. in this movie. It's so, it, 
you yeah. you see this Very secret cool. family that Hawkeye's keeping from everyone. Uh, Clint. Clint's Clint. my man Clint. Uh, you gotta see <laughs> Clint. Clint. Um, wait, she's an agent. No way, they're little agents. Um, yeah. What do you guys think of that, that whole sequence? The scene and the sequence of them being there, them being together and having to, I guess, face each other and actually converse, especially with Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. I have to say, I love their house. If there's any house in the world I could move to, that'd be it. Middle of nowhere, ain't nobody bothering you. You got that wraparound porch, perfection. Um, I loved seeing Hawkeye's family. Hawkeye is probably one of my favorite characters, only because he's so useless. <laughs> well, he's talented, talented though. Okay. Yeah, that's, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Like, exactly. I got bow and arrows. What am I gonna do? Black Widow's like, I got a gun. Come at me. <laughs> and she shoots at nothing. She's like, I got a gun. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. do something. That's that's the problem. Star Witch has. She doesn't have the same self reflection that Hawkeye does. Like, you need absolutely. You need self, but um, and her accuracy is worse because at least he was hitting them robots. <laughs> This chick couldn't hit a robot five feet from her. The camera keeps staying away from her every time she pulls the trigger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! At the safe house, though, like. But yeah, I I love I love that scene. I love seeing his family. I love how smart um and like mentally sharp his wife is. Mm -hmm. Um, for some reason, whenever I saw um his wife, I forget the name of the um the actress Linda, whatever. Um, I always thought that she would be a, a great Black Widow. Mm. Um, whenever I see her on screen, that thought flashes in my mind. I'm like, I would love to see her in that role because I think she could pull it off. But I also like her as Clint's wife mm-hmm. um, and absolutely hated the scenes with um, Black Widow and Bruce. Oh, I'm like, why are you trying to force something disgusting. that's not there? And why are you talking this way? Oh my gosh, I can't even. Um, but she redeemed herself oh. a little bit with her backstory. I'm like, oh dang, that's dark. But then she, yeah, she yeah, messed it up again. That was gonna be mine. Uh, that, that you know what I was gonna talk about a little bit was that like, that's the only part that I'm like, okay, I shouldn't be, but I'm connecting with you on this. Yeah, like, yep. Like that moment, that scene, it draws you in. Even if you're not convinced of whatever connection that her and Hulk have, she's like, this is the first time we're seeing her truly get vulnerable. I wonder if our disposition with Black Widow would change if we saw more of that, if we knew her backstory. Maybe that's the point point of her is that we don't know. Not even even the backstory, just her disposition is more vulnerable. We don't need to know the backstory. Right. I think, I think, yes, I want to say, Rob, yes, partially it would change, but at the same time, no. And the reason why I say that is that, so when she was kind of speaking with Bruce about what she'd been through a little bit, um, it made me think, oh, maybe she masks her pain or she copes through humor. Which, you know, sometimes I do that too. If I want to escape something really, really heavy, I kind of laugh things off and I put on a smile or whatever, you know, if I'm being honest. And so I get that. 
that's something that could be valid for her. But at the same time, it's like work on her lines. If you're going to do that, mm-hmm. her humor need to yeah. be on point. Like, yeah. I'm exactly. not being conceited, but I have some stuff that comes out my mouth that's like funny. And I'm not really trying. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you want to laugh through life and use humor to cope, like be funny. So I think it's just like the, her script's yeah. not good. But I yeah. think I, even without knowing her full backstory, if that's how, you know, if we can understand, okay, she's trying to cope and that's why she does, she's trying to do whatever she's doing. That's fine. But it's just, you got to execute it well, I guess. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> There's one thing that she did do that kind of made me chuckle, which is when she went up to um, huh. um, Clint's wife and she's like, oh, how's Natasha? And then they're like, Actually, it's Nathaniel. And she went to the belly and was like, traitor. <laughs> that kind of made me chuckle. But oh, that was yeah, funny. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. That was it was kind of cute. It was, you know, it was nice. Um, I liked the back and forth between Captain America and and Iron Man and Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers and uh Tony Stark. I love that back and forth when they were chopping uh the blocks. Mm-hmm. And um and it's weird because, like, they're just trying to, well, at least to Steve Rogers' point, they're just chopping chopping blocks, whatever, uh, just being outdoors. And then when they were talking about getting all wired and messed up, Tony is the one who initiates that conversation with Steve, where he goes, you seem, you, you seem like you came out all right. And he goes, well, what's that supposed to mean? And then it starts this back and forth. And... It just goes back to Captain America, just his character of like keeping things simple and just seeing the bigger picture. Um, not that I, because I agree with both of them. It's hard to, to pick one. Uh, but when Tony Stark starts talking about preparing for, for something imminent and preparing for a war. Um, and then Steve Rogers mentions that like anybody who prepares for a war always, you know, there's always casualties. People always die. And it's like, no, I think what he was saying, what Steve was saying is anyone who tries to end a war before it starts, it always results in more destruction. So like preemptively, like it's like Steve was saying, you have to wait Mm -hmm. for the bad guy to do something or to start the war to end it. You can't just do it ahead of time. You can't, you can't start a war without a war having not started. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like. Yeah, it's weird because just on a conversation basis, I agree with Steve Rogers, but we all know what Tony Stark seems. Yeah, right. Well, there's something else. I feel like Cap needs yeah. to be more yeah. because he's he lived in a world where we had yeah, yeah that's true, that's true. Skull. Like now, you have more complex villains like Loki and. You have Ultron and mm-hmm. Hydra was like hiding. They weren't like openly fighting, so it's like you have he. He should be a bit yeah. more open minded because the bad guys aren't fighting the yeah. same way that Red Skull is fighting. Like they're they're doing using different methods. So you have to be more. Yeah, you have to adjust. That's, He's kind that's, of that's a great point. I'd never even considered that. I think, um, 
that makes a, a whole lot of sense that back in his time, things were just simpler. That's why he's simple-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also start to see the rift between Tony and Captain America. Um, and um, I think it's just very interesting, just that tension, mm-hmm. that like, why are you this way? Why are you that way? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try to work this out. But like, we see things so differently. So yeah. I think it's very interesting there. They're dynamic at play. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite uh, sequence overall, um, them being in the safe house. Such a good scene. Yeah. Um, is there... Yeah, go ahead. I think... Um, I was just wanted to add, I think Steve could be um, a big brother to Tony because Steve's... He's fought in wars. Tony hasn't. I think it's just... Steve has to understand that Tony isn't, he's living in a different time, or he grew up in a different time than Steve, so it's like if he's able to understand and meet Tony where he's at instead of trying to push Tony to be like him, it would, I don't think there'd be as much friction, because yeah, Tony's flawed and we like him, team, but I don't know, I feel like Cap should have been more understanding, because Tony's not a soldier, he's... He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't black. I think the way uh, Steve Rogers is looking at it is that um, you know, and I think one of the movies mentioned it. I, I don't really remember, but um, or maybe it was this one. But uh, I think I think Steve Rogers is talking to him like that, and two for two reasons. Uh, one because um, he's a soldier and he's doing. You know, I think it's just what he knows. Uh, but also. Tony Stark is planning as if he's been to war or he's preparing for a war. And so, you know, I, I think I agree with you that if he approached him differently to understand Tony, maybe the conversation would be different. But I think fundamentally, they just don't understand each other. They don't agree with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's fundamental. I, I, you know, we don't... I don't, I don't recall learning about Steve Rogers' parents. It's very brief. Basically, his dad was in the army, and his mom was a nurse, and she got sick Yeah. one of her patients and died. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. Wow, bro. And it comes back again. Yeah. Was Actually, that was a very bad joke. Yeah, yeah. take that out. You love that. You love to take it out of post. Edit and post. You love that. You love that way too much. Yeah. We're going to keep that to black metal, bro. <laughs> Get it right the first time, Rinaldi. Get it right. Keep the it in first post. Time. I will do yeah. that. I will do that, Abed. Uh, is there any other scene or any other moment that we feel like uh, we should discuss, talk about, what have you, whatever? Oh, we talking Just in general? Um, uh, Ultron yeah. plan. We kind of touched on it. We kind of touched on it. I mean, that that's kind of the plot of the movie, right? He he keeps on using yeah. biblical references and yeah, he's and, kind you know, of which I think is like the underlying theme of this movie is that like because in the end you see Ultron and you see Vision and that might be the director's way of communicating Old Testament New Testament. <laughs> yeah, or Mac and Pete. <laughs> Would you say Fergie? I said or Mac and PC. Oh wow! Mm, oh. Well, <laughs> iPhone Android. <laughs> wow, 
I mean, so I guess I guess the Avengers stole pieces. Wow. They stole they stole Vision from Ultron. Or did Ultron steal Vision from Tony? Tony didn't create Vision. That was Ultron's idea. Well, technically, it was the Mind Gems idea, but well, technically, it is Tony's idea because he made Ultron. Yeah. There it is. Act wins again. Stupid Apple. And there goes our Apple sponsorship. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> Hulk is Hulk is Hulk Ultron's mom? I, I literally I wrote that down in my notes. I'm like, I think Thor Thor's a mom, right? Because yeah. Thor's no, 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 no. the midwife. The midwife. The midwife. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. <laughs> He helps give he's birth. He's the middle. He just he, he just the little yep. electricity. He's the god. That's he's it. the god. So, so yeah, Bruce yeah. Banner is the mother. It's Thor and Tony. They they got yeah they got a bromance. It's like that SpongeBob episode where it's SpongeBob and Patrick. The little clam. Whoever thought that a bromance would what give birth? What was that thing? A like <laughs> Whoever thought that like a bromance would give birth to something like that? Yeah, a bromance created Ultron and Vision. Usually, bromance leads to podcasts. Like, like Cain and Abel. Ooh, we're getting like biblical again. Oh, <laughs> tell you, it's the it's the it's the underlying uh, theme. It um, is. But speaking of themes, um, we're going to talk more about the plot and what we what we didn't like and all that stuff. But uh, that leads us to our segment. Black Widow still here. <laughs> she was kidnapped by Ultron. 
Now, mind you, Ultron, at the point in the movie where he kidnapped Black Widow, was very angry. Let's go down the list. Number one, his closest friends, the Maximoff twins, abandoned him. Obviously, from their point of view, for a good reason. But, from his point of view, an unfair reason. So he's upset about that. Number two, his cradle that housed his body was stolen from him. That's not cool. That's like living in the hood. You gotta watch your back every five seconds for something that you get from getting taken from you. He doesn't want to live in a world like that, but unfortunately he does, because Avengers stole his cradle, his future body. And then number three, Captain America, the, the representation of the counterpoint to his philosophy, attacks him over and over again, even though he believes he's stronger than Cap. So all those things get Ultron really upset. He has Black Widow at his mercy, a perfect way to stick it to his daddy, Tony Stark. Killing Black Widow would cause Tony so much pain and torment, not because he cares about Black Widow, but because Ultron did it. But Ultron doesn't take the bait because I guess Joss Whedon has this obsession over Black Widow. I don't know why, because she says one of the most annoying lines in this entire movie, when Captain America fights Ultron, and Cap loses his shield. She gets out of the helicopter, or the Quinjet, that Hawkeye is flying, and Hawkeye says the words, give him hell. Hawkeye, I love you, bro. You're one of my favorite characters. You're loyal to a fault. But you can't tell bold-faced lies to make your friends feel happy. You gotta tell them the truth. You gotta tell them, gotta tell them yo, grab the shield real quick and throw it to him. That's what you should have said. Not give him hell. Because she didn't do anything. She just grabbed the shield and threw it to him. It's funny because in the beginning of the movie, Hawkeye grabs the shield and throws it to Cap when the Ultron robots attack the party. <laughs> So Hawkeye should have just said, hey, do what I do, instead of slow. You know? Just do that. Just do that. No, no. She has to grab the shield and say, hey, dude, I have to always pick up after you, boys. And I'm like, pick up what? You don't do nothing. My mama, she picked up after me. And she worked three jobs. She was a single mother. And she paid a mortgage on her house. What do you do? You just shoot pistols. That's all you do. But anyway, aside from that, at, in conclusion, oh, this movie is still a pretty God. good movie, regardless of Black Widow and regardless of Russian oh, uh, dialogue scenes that give exposition faster yeah. than Quicksilver runs. Despite those flaws, this movie's pretty good and I enjoyed it, oh, but I wish Black Widow died. But I still give it a B+. It's a miracle. Despite Black Widow, this movie gets a B+. Yo, you got me choking. <laughs> You're just like you cannot tell. You cannot tell both right, face man. lies to the people you love. <laughs> That's you right. can't do that. Yo. You gotta tell the truth. She's 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 like the godmother to your children, and you gonna lie to her face to say, "Yo, gr- real quick, fly through, hand him the shield, peace you know, out." Can you- That's can That's you what imagine, you should have said. Not can you imagine the writer's room in that scene? Like, okay, uh, what does Hawkeye say to Black Widow when she's about to leave the Quinjet? Oh, like, give it to him. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So she, she then, so he tells Hawkeye tells that to Black Widow. Give it to him. Okay, she gets in the motorcycle. 
gets on land, and then what? Uh, I don't know. What does she do? I don't know. <laughs> she goes beep beep. Which oh, was I saw that. I terrible joke. That that was like <laughs> mia mia. That was like mia mia. And and you know what's the funny thing about that joke? Like a minute after that joke, Ultron's like telekinesis. Yeah. Dang it! And then she can't move. She's like, ah man, now I can't move anymore. It's like. It's like Ultron I, heard that joke and I was, was like, yeah, all right, you're not in the scene anymore. I'm going to raise my hand and just block you from the scene. Movie that involves Black Widow, or just any scene really that involved Black Widow, especially when she got caught, or not caught, when she was taken by uh, Ultron. And she was locked up. She sacrificed herself. Uh, and so, so, so there's one yeah. moment where she could have died. The movie could have, like, gave the Avengers a reason to avenge her, right? Um, but... You know, yes. Bruce Banner comes in Please. and he he opens up the, the cell door. Okay, shoots the block, opens up the cell door. Okay, she's rescued. But then literally like 30 seconds, not even 30 seconds, 10 seconds after that, Bruce Banner goes, hey, this is it for us. Let's let's just get people out of the city. This is it. No more fighting. No, no, no. We're, we're gonna we're gonna lay low. And that was it, that was another opportunity for her to stop. But she just insists. She's just like, no, I'm Black Widow. I gotta be in this movie. So she ends up kicking poor Bruce Banner down the thing. See, it's her fault that he's like in a Quinjet somewhere random. Yeah. It's all her fault. It's all her fault, man. And 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 uh, one thing I wanted to add is Scarlet Witch accomplished more in this movie Ever. than Black Widow did in terms of connecting with her. Her abilities, um, getting emotional, because I got a little emotional when she was upset about Quicksilver, you know. Even though I don't don't really care about Quicksilver, but I got emotional for her because I, you know, I connected with her, and it's more emotion that I felt about her than any point in time with Black Widow, including the backstory scenes. I didn't feel no emotion hmm. about that scene. The only thing I felt about that scene was like a little bit of relief because I'm like, okay. I think I can give you a C minus because, and then Sean won't call me a hater. And then you had to do that whole, do I have to pick up after you boys all the time? And I'm like, welcome back down to a zero. Right. You just had a zero. You just had a zero. You had a C minus. I was, I was like, I was literally like reaching my pocket. I was like, yo, I'm gonna give you the C minus. <laughs> about to have a C minus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I give, I give Scarlet Witch a B minus, and she had. Less time in this. I was I was literally movie. watching that final like the final few minutes of uh their their moment on the island or the whatever the raised city, and you know she's trying to calm down Hulk, yeah. and then out of nowhere bullets from a Quinjet starts firing away, and literally you watch the scene, bullets are just surrounding her. It's literally like she yeah. lives in this invisible bubble that she can't be touched. And just all around it did not did not even not even a not even a scratch no nothing but Quicksilver saves super fast saves two guys saves super fast and super he gets fast. riddled with bullets he got that's what I'm like okay he had like fifteen on him that's that's what how does that no this movie desperately wants to keep Black Widow alive if not maybe this movie's actually trying to kill her and Black Widow herself is like no I I don't want to die yet like. I don't get it. I don't get it. The physics of the movie does not make sense, but it's a movie, so I don't I don't know. For me, the biggest annoyance 
and I don't understand why they are trying to push this agenda down my throat is the romance between Black Widow yeah. and Bruce Banner. Yep. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Why does this woman who ha- is not a superhero, her claim to fame is her gun and her, I don't know, acrobatic skills. Why is she the most qualified person to touch hands with him and that magically cures him? To me, I'm just like, I, I don't understand mm-hmm. that. That makes no sense to me. You see, I don't. Nah. Why didn't Dr. Cho do all that? She's like an actual doctor. Exactly. Exactly. You see, this is what happens. I don't understand why they didn't take notes from Incredible Hulk. You can't keep trying to have some woman calm him down and all of a sudden he's all whatever. Like, no, it don't work. It's, It's stupid. Like, it just doesn't come together well. It just, I don't even know where that romance sprouted from. And I was, yeah. and I was kind of happy that one scene where she kind of like, you know, I think Bruce, he comes out the shower, he freshens up. They're still at the um, safe house at this point. And, you know, she kind of tries to get closer to him, tries to kiss him. And he's like, what are you doing? I said, yeah, you tell him, push her off. <laughs> she mad extra thirsty. Like, where is this even coming from? Like, in, in, in Winter Soldier, wasn't you just kissing Steve on the cheek? Like, who do you want? Who do you want? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's hopping from dude to dude. She's with Tony, Steve, now Hulk. What, she's going to show up in Thor, Thor 3? Like, right, like, 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 look, you're thirsty. Right. Every film, I'm like, bro, <laughs> you can't. No. He's no, like. That I, was my thing. That was my thing. Yeah. When I. I first saw this movie, and even till this day, there's no, there's no sense made of why this romance exists. Like, there's, try to explain it away, try to find a forum, try to find a Reddit, try to find something. There's nothing that explains. I bet there is. No, there's Reddit. Yeah, I bet there there's is, Reddit but like, it's, it. it, I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> yeah, positive that they are all reaches. There's nothing in this movie or previous movies. They're both monsters, but, Rob. But you know who else, That's okay, but you know who else is a monster? They're killers. You know who else is a monster? <laughs> Loki. And also, you know who else is a monster? Ultron. You know who else is, we got a lot of monsters in this thing, bro. Like, they're both monsters that's why it works is she really the monster though (laughs) she was just indoctrinated as a child yeah that doesn't make her a monster so why is she guilty about it bruce banner should be guilty because he purposely experimented on himself and turned himself into the hulk and the hulks killed people so he it makes sense for him to feel responsibility for that because he created the hulk you know uh, he had good intentions, but he still made a bad yeah. choice or decision. She didn't make no decision. She got what kidnapped as a child and mm. turned into a spy. Huh. Like, I mean, yeah. how's that her fault? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just movie, it's so. just like this whole movie that was rushed to. They're like, you know what? We don't care about backstory. People will just accept that they are in love, and I'm mm. not accepting it. I don't get it. I reject it. I am not no, accepting the name. That's one of the reasons Listen, I didn't give this a name. I'm not accepting it. She, I would have been happier if she decided to, you know, if she's struggling with forgiveness for of herself. As a, I would have been happy with her, like, going on this journey to the East 
on this Buddhist journey or something to self-reflect and heal or whatever and <laughs> become Zen or what, I don't know, whatever the journey is like, <laughs> that would have made more sense to me than you trying to throw yourself at this man. Trying yeah. To well, something. apparently but a like, Hawkeye speech didn't do anything for her because she came out with pistols. So I guess she needs to go on some. She really does. To the East. Yeah. Make herself a better character. Yeah. Uh, we. I felt more romance between Hulk and Iron Man than <laughs> that. That, Black Black that Widow romance and Hulk. at least gave birth to something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two things. It gave birth to Ultron and it gave birth to Vision. Like. Yeah. You know what needs to happen? Uh, this is what needs to happen. We could talk all day. Yeah, they, and they're a happy couple. They they happily. Let me, let me tell you together. something. This is what needs. Uh, okay. What? No, 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 no. no, no, no. I think That's what like needs him. to happen, right? Okay. So Shield, <laughs> Shield is an organization, right? You know, and this and and the Avengers is like the the uh, department mm-hmm. of Shield, right? And so you know, you have your job. Don't you get eva- performance evaluations and stuff like that? Like I think. They just need <laughs> to have a team meeting or some evaluations to really establish, hey, you know, Black Widow, you know, here's what you're doing all right. And here's what you're <laughs> doing very, very wrong. And so I think we might reassign you. <laughs> very, very wrong. <laughs> into another role because, you know, based off what we've been seeing, your skill set, you would fit better <laughs> as the admin assistant. Or, or as a very advanced <laughs> medic because she always heals Hawkeye somehow when he's in trouble. So she's a pretty oh. good medic. I don't know. No. So something. She Just reevaluate the role a little bit. <laughs> they need to have like a real she structure. Needs that job. I agree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I. You know what's interesting? I wonder what Shield's HR department looks like. Mm-hmm. Do they have one at this point? Like, I mean, who's on clearly, payroll? Clearly what are the benefits right, here? <laughs> or right. The, or even the interview process. Like, who? How do you apply? How do you apply? Nick to just shield? shows up at your house. That's how you <laughs> Nick Fury just shows up at your house <laughs> oh, with his man. iPad. It's like it's like Santa Claus. If you want to like, if you want gifts, or if, yeah, if you want gifts, or whatever, you gotta leave milk and cookies. What do I have to leave so <laughs> to get? Nick Fury to show up. On I don't house. think anybody walks in there with an application like, "Hey, hey, Mr. Fury, yeah, like need some superpowers," and he'll just randomly show up at your crib. Mm-hmm. And be like, yo, I want to talk nah, to you about the. I business. gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be a central figure in a in a in a catastrophic event. That seems to be the the overlying, you know. Yeah, that seems to be what captures uh, the one eyed man. That is <laughs> Nick Fury. I guess. There you go. <laughs> Cause I can't, yeah, I guess I, I can't walk up mind. into the office and be like, hey, you guys hiring? You got an application y'all can give me? <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, you know, no. you know, the application's online, you know, www.shield.org. Application's online. You know? <laughs> Yo. Um, apply. So, okay, well, we talked a lot about this movie. Is there anything else that, uh, that we wanted to mention? Any uh, points or scenes or anything that we find important that we should discuss now before we move on to our next segment? I have a very quick question. So, okay. So is like, is Captain America's shield like a boomerang or does he, can he call it back on cue or something? Because there was a scene where he like threw the shield. I think it was at one of the Ultron robot things. 
And then he kind of like did something where it looked like he summoned it back. And I'm like, wait, he could do that? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I it was just having trouble understanding that scene or if that was just bad editing. Yeah. Yeah. So in the beginning. Well, there's magnets. Yeah. He attached magnets. Okay. It's a magnet. It. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of quick, but in the beginning right. of the movie, he has something on his forearms. Uh, like okay. Magnets. That's what I was trying and to understand. Yeah. Cause I could see good. him lift his um, hand, but I think I missed that part. So I couldn't completely understand it. Okay. That was all I need clarity on. I don't think I have anything. So. <laughs> What was your thing, uh, Ronaldo? You wanted to talk about the debate between uh, Vision and Ultron. Yeah, before Vision kills him, <laughs> caps him real quick. Well, I, I think it's the director's attempt to uh, talk about humanity. And it's almost a reflection of what the director and some believe to be Old Testament versus New Testament. Um, you know, yeah. destruction, war, uh, you know, whatever it is, and then grace and peace and understanding, like just the duality between the two. And you know, I, I think, I think there's elements of that in the characters and in the in, in the discussion. Uh, I don't think. I feel like it's an oversimplification because in the reality. They're just two yeah. constructs of Tony's mind. Tony is the true representation of humanity because he's complex. Like he, he's caused destruction. He saved lives. So, like, he's he's been selfish and he's also been selfless. I just I just compare it so, to uh, Old Testament, New Testament because throughout the movie, uh, Ultron keeps quoting Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and actually. Yeah, That's and it's point. actually interesting. To the yeah, it's interesting too because when yeah. they're trying to figure out what to call Vision, at some point he does say "I am." I caught that. I caught this every single yeah. time I watch it. I catch it. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, "What yeah. is He's the just, I just am. church I will build my rock on?" Something like that. Yeah, that was uh, Ultron. Yeah. That's what Ultron said. On this rock, I shall build my church. Yeah. So there's a lot of biblical reference and illusion there. Yeah. 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 So I think that plays in part with the discussion that they have in the end. Um, but I also I think there's many things happening happening in that discussion. I think it's yeah, it's the the two parts of which Tony is like Tony is definitely the duality and. and of, of like who we are as people and that's just Tony Stark divided uh, or split up into two. Um, yeah. It's also interesting that they are not just each Tony Stark but also a bit of Hulk and a bit of Thor. Mm. Yeah, because Thor supercharged him and Hulk was also involved with creating him so there's a uh, collaboration, uh, more more collaboration, more ideas yeah. with vision. So, um, okay, well, well, I wanna I wanna see if we can move on to this next segment. Um, so we talked about this movie. There's a lot of, you know, gray area to this movie. It's either you like it or you don't like it. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff, but overall, uh, where would you rank? 
this movie. Um, what's up? Yeah. Oh, before that, yeah. okay, I got a trivia question. It's all you. Go ahead. Oh, go for it. All right, for a giant ten dollars. Oh. Since this is an money. Avengers podcast. I got $10 on the line here. We got a trivia question. Usually I like to do a fun question, but I'm like, let's have a little fun, more fun, since this is an Avengers podcast. So, uh, Hawkeye gives a speech and kind of encourages Scarlet Witch during the final battle. There is a character that Hawkeye helps through... A similar, um, I guess, crisis of faith, if you will, in the cartoon Earth's Mightiest Heroes, which came out in 2008. Um, which character does Hawkeye give encouragement to in the same way as Scarlet Witch? All the Marvel characters that we've seen up to this point are up for grabs as possible answers. Uh, text me your answers, and we'll, I will see if they're right. And you know what? I'm going to give you two op- okay. opportunities. So if you get one out of two right, you'll get the $10. Watch me get both my chances wrong. Oh, my God. I'm like, I'm like what? <laughs> oh, you know what? I just had a joke. Okay, yeah, I got your answers, up. Rob. Okay, the rest of you have. Oh no, he put seconds. a timer on us. Oh, <sighs> that's stressful. If everybody's wrong. <laughs> Okay, what time is this time? You get to keep the money. Good. Yeah. We need some intensity music. Keep the money. All right, Fergie. Fergie. Oh, no. Fergie. I can't. Yeah. Some what? Some intense music. Some, it's like music, yeah, to get. We're probably going to have to add it in afterward. Okay, I'm just going to go with my first bet. I said right, it. They're both wrong. Seconds. I know it, but it's okay. <laughs> Watch at least get it right. All right. Okay, so let's go with Rob first. So Rob, he said. Actually, let me let me ask this real quick. So. As I is it left to right? So is left your first option and right your second? Just for clarification purposes, or the top option your first? Like, what's the order of your, oh, your choices? Oh, left to right. What do you mean left to right? Well, that's how your text is displayed. Oh, it's displayed left to right, and then for the so, girl, the ladies is so up whatever. And down. I, so I put blank or blank. So. Whoever I put first is my first choice, and then so, the second name is my second try. Uh, uh, so okay, is that how we can do yeah, it? Yeah. So Rinaldi, if mine is showing like first name, then the second person's name, like back to back, like that, is that how it's showing? Yeah. 
Dang, okay. Yeah. Cool. Which um, one would be yeah, your first? Weird. I don't know why you got it that way, but... The one on the left uh, or the one on the right? right uh, left to right, I guess the first one would be on the left. Because mine doesn't show up that same way. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'll just go by that. I'll go by that. All right. So Rob, he put Quicksilver oh, as shoot. his first choice. And that is incorrect. Incorrect. Um, Quicksilver does not even hang out with the Avengers in the cartoon. He's uh, chilling with his daddy, Magneto. Um, second choice is Black Widow. Um, that is a no. Uh, she is only loyal to Nick Fury in the cartoon. She doesn't even hang out with the Avengers. Uh, so that is a no for Robert. For the cartoon <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go with Fer- uh, let's go with Fergie. So Fergie's first choice was Captain America. Um, that is incorrect. Um, though Captain America and Hawkeye have a good relationship, he did not give him a pep talk. Um. Second choice is the Hulk. And that Ooh, is correct. However, Elise put the Hulk first. So Elise gets the money. Because she got it first. Uh, I respect it. I respect oh, that it. That was your first choice, Elise? Yeah. I respect it. I respect it. Yo, yeah, I called it. I was like, choice. yo, like. Our second choice was uh wow. my third choice. Dang. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorite story arcs in the cartoon. Um General Ross frames the Hulk as a terrorist and the US military arrests the Hulk. Um but Iron Man convinces the Avengers to break him out. And then he convinces the Hulk to keep fighting as an Avenger. Because the Hulk was discouraged about being framed. He looked like he needed encouragement, you know. He just extra doses <laughs> so there you go yay $10 I mean he has like the worst power <laughs> he definitely needs Dang, it I'm just happy I got it right honestly the money yeah. doesn't matter I had a hunch I'm like yo watch at least get it right I just had to go I with my gut <laughs> alright so that I was our trivia question for the day and it's just like just go with your first instinct I'm like okay alright yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, that was fun. That was um, right. challenging. Uh, we need we need some uh, some background music for that, uh, so we could feel. Yeah. So we'll do it again on Civil right. War. We'll do it again, even though that's not an Avengers podcast. It is a big movie. So get ready for it. Yeah. Yeah, it basically is. So get ready, Captain America: Civil War, when we do that podcast for the next awesome. trivia awesome. question. Uh, okay. Well, that was fun. Um, well, now it's time for ranking. Uh, we've had a chance to watch all these movies uh, up until this point, and we're flying by them. It's crazy. Uh, so what yeah. would you rank the movie so far, and where did this movie fall? My list. All right, so this is my list. So uh, number one is Cap 2, or Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number two is The First Avengers. Number three is Avengers Age of Ultron. 
Uh, number four is Iron Man three. It moved wait, down one. Wait, wait, time something out. Dethroned. Did Iron Man three move? It moved, guys. Yeah, it moved down a slot no. because of Age of Ultron. Oh my! Oh my goodness! Yes! Yes! Oh so my it down, goodness! <laughs> okay. Yeah, I felt like Adriel Ultron did the whole Tony looking at the dark side of himself better than Iron Man 3. But, you know. I agree 1,000%. Anyway, because um, I know that's what Iron Man 3 was going for. Anyway, um, so Iron Man 3 is 4. Uh, Iron Man 1 is 5. Guardians of the Galaxy is 6. Captain America the First Avenger is 7. 4 is 8. Hulk is 9. Iron Man... Two is ten, and way at the bottom is Thor: The Dark World, because nobody care about Darcy. <laughs> oh man! Right. All right. I'll go next. I got my list. I got number one: Captain America: Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Number two: Age of Ultron. Number three, Avengers. What's happening here? Number four, Iron Man, the first one. <laughs> Wait, I'm out. Did you say Age of Ultron is better than the first Avengers movie? I think so. Woo! Oh, okay. <laughs> What's happening here? I can, no, I understand okay. for reasoning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This right. is based on me personally and what I would rewatch, what I would like to see. I don't think that's as for Fergie that I'm not surprised. I get it. Okay. But who knows? Other movies get move it out of the way. Um, number five, Thor, the first one. Number six, Iron Man Two. Number seven, Guardians. Number eight, Thor, the Dark World. Number nine, Hulk. Number ten, Captain America, and last. And always least, Iron Man 3. Yeah, yeah that's what we don't, that. we don't see out of that. Like, I, was, I was with you on Age of Ultron, then you had to uh, hop off the ship. Question. Um, in my list, I don't see um, I don't see Thor the Dark World. Wow, you hate it that oh, much, Reynolds? Huh. Maybe you had that ahead Wait. of Iron Man 3. Yeah. I think you had it ahead um, of Iron Man 3. I, Wait, what'd I you think, say? I, I think I, uh, Thor The Dark World. I think you had it at 7 or 8, kind of close to me. Me, you, and Elise are pretty similar. Yeah, so I think I had Oh, you had it higher? Uh, what? Dang. Well, it had to have been, it had to have been before you had it after ahead. Hulk. Yeah, it's definitely before Hulk. Maybe it was before Hulk. Yeah, it was oh, before Hulk. Yeah, I remember. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, that movie is at least better than Hulk. Four, two, okay. Mm, I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> not even close. It's it's not a bad movie. Hulk, you can't even watch it. But Thor is like so mediocre. Well, the second half of the movie. The first half okay. of Hulk, you could see it. You could see the first half of the Hulk movie. Okay. You could see Blonsky, you know, doing so. He, he, yeah, he was got some pretty fresh moves when he was still a human being. He was flowing. Malekith never flowed the whole film, and okay. you could barely right. see it for half. I of it. got my list. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. All right. 
So right. well, let's see, one, yep. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven movies so far, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. At number one yep. is Captain yep. America, yep. the Winter Soldier. Woo-hoo. Number two, Avengers. Number three, Iron Man One. Mm-hmm. Number four, Thor One. Mm-hmm. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number six, Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm. Wow. Number seven, Avengers, Age what? of Ultron. Wow. Number, number Whoa, eight. No, you can't. Behind yes. Cap? What? Yes, bro. Yes. What? Number eight. At least the movie's consistent. Uh, number eight. Iron Man 2. Number nine, Thor The Dark World. Number 10, The Incredible Hulk. And dead last, Iron Man 3. Wow. Wow. I would, I would watch, I would watch Captain America, The First Avenger, again and again and again. It's not my favorite movie, but the movie's at least watchable. It's consistent in pacing. The story is just, it's straightforward. This movie, the pace changes way too much. Uh, Black Widow's in it. Um, I don't know. There's, there's. <laughs> but we will cap two. Yeah, she got more screen time than cap two. I, I prefer. It's first in your list. This movie, this movie, wow. has a lot going on. It makes me bored. Which I know, Fergus. But Captain America is boring. Hey, he's boring. Awesome. I mean, he's a nice guy. I respect him. I respect. He's like a, he's like my grand. He's like someone's grandfather. Like you respect the man. You do. You respect the man. You shake. You look him in the eye. You shake his hand. You're like, hey, thank you for what you do. But I'm you don't so want to hang out with him. Yeah. You just you. That's that's it. like you sh- you look him in the eye. You're like, thank you, sir. Thank you for everything you've done. You show him that man some respect, but you don't. You're not chilling with the dude. You're wow. chilling with Tony. That's why Iron Man is much higher than Age of Ultron. <laughs> That's why Iron Man is much higher. Right. But Tony's but, in Age of Ultron. But, but he has better drugs than Age of Ultron. Other characters and the story is not that great. The story is convoluted. It's it's Dang, you can man. tell that oh, they yeah. had problems behind the scenes. It's not a consistent story, or not story. The, the story's consistent. We get that. We get that. We get that. We understand the movie. But look, Cap One. Yes, bro. All right, all right. I will watch Captain America okay. one. Okay. More. We need a whole podcast episode dedicated to our rankings so we can duke it out. <laughs> yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. yeah. When we get to the end. The when we get to the end. Watch, and the more we add to this ranking, the crazier this is gonna get. It's. <laughs> I'm so shocked that Fergie put Age of Ultron better than Avengers. That should be too. Yeah, no, I, I for her it makes sense. There's elements of it, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm not saying it, it makes sense on its face. I'm saying I for that. her, yeah. I, mean, I, I get, get it. Too. I'm just like, I'm just saying. Cause I have them flip the other way. It's not like we're pretty close mm. on that level on mm. that tip. I just have it flipped the other way. That's about it. Age of Ultron. Wow. Yeah. What's your rankings, Elise? Okay. All right. Numero uno. 
we already know it. Winter Soldier still staying there, probably for a long time or forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number two, Avengers one, mm-hmm. three. We'll see. <laughs> three we'll see. Iron Man one, four Thor one, and five is where I put Age of Ultron. Number six, Guardians. Wow. Seven, okay. Iron Man two. Okay. Eight. Captain America, one, nine, Iron Man, three, 10, Thor, the Dark World, and at 11, it's gonna stay there for a minute, Incredible Hulk. Mm. Oh my gosh. It's not that bad. I'm not rewatching. Hey, in comparison to any of these, I'm not rewatching. I still think the first half of the movie is good. I can't even see. It's like a spy movie. It's basically a spy movie. They're trying to hunt him down. It's like boring. The first half of the movie. I'm not talking before Betty shows up. He's a fugitive, like Jason Bourne, and they hunt that brother down. What? (laughs) There it is. I'm saying I'm just using it as as an example to explain my point. No, no. He's a fugitive. That's part of the story, though. He's this monster that they're trying to hunt down. That's the whole. Now, again, when Betty shows up, the movie yeah, falls apart. Yeah, yeah. Even, before that, even before that, I'm asking way too many questions that I don't need to ask. That's my fair enough, but I asked twice as many questions with Thor The Dark World. Okay. I don't know anything about Malachi. Okay. I don't know why he wants it to be dark. I don't know why he cares about his people. I don't know why he left his people to die. I don't know why he's worried about Odin, because he never fought Odin. He fought Odin's daddy. Thor's granddaddy. Why is he connected to them? Why does his army have ships like that? Why are they designed like that? Why? How are they powered? Okay. How does dark elf what? magic? Hey, like, it's, it's I don't know anything about Malekith. Listen, listen. Thor: The Dark World is not a good movie, and it's not a bad movie. It it is, but it has no villain. I, it has no antagonist. Is it, I'm not, okay? Is it a bad movie because? Okay, a cardboard box? Okay, so obviously you're seeing that whether they have a villain or not is out the window. That does not make a good movie. According to Marvel. They can make a... But, no, 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 Where's no. the conflict? Not, okay, check this out. So, this movie... Okay, you say it doesn't have a villain. Okay, regardless. Villain or no villain. Real villain. It's not a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It is the epitome of mediocre. It is the epitome of mediocre. You pick you that against Hulk and the storytelling and the questions and too many gaps right from the jump. And then it's all, it's dark. It's just like, I can't even see what's happening. What the heck is going on? That is a bad, no. That yes, is, the, a, that the is a bad movie. And even the directors agree. The, uh, 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 the actor agrees. Like Marvel, like low key wants to forget about that movie. It's a no, I get movie. that. I did, that's why it's like third. It's third yeah, to last on my list. Yeah, for like second. This is second to last. But, but 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 bro, you're acting like I have it number two. <laughs> I, I have Avengers like number two. Yeah, we know it's not a good movie. Because because you're defending it like number two though. You say it's the worst movie. It is. You say it's the worst. Yo, listen. The worst. If any of these come. Thor hey, was hey. shadow boxing. 
like a four-year-old could do. He wasn't even hey, fighting anybody. Who's he fighting? His reflection? His reflection in the mirror? Isn't someone trying to go to sleep in your house? Hey, bro. Yo. He's still in the shower. What are you trying to say, Elise? Listen, if Hulk come on in comparison to any of these other movies, if I if there's something that's on HBO and then Hulk is playing on Star, I'm watching whatever's on HBO. I'm not putting Hulk on. I'm not watching that movie. No, we're comparing it to Thor The Dark World. Not to hey. like great movies. Compared to, if you had Thor The Dark World or Hulk, World. which I'm one picking you picking? Thor The Dark World, no like my list suggests. Yeah. Thor The Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I, I guess I, I guess y'all really know. love Thor so much. No, 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 no. Like you just yeah, well, Thor is so entertaining. I can watch him shadow box on himself. Any interesting things that happen in the movie, Loki delivers everything in that movie. He delivers more in that movie than any actor in the Hulk. Everybody's Amen. just like man. But if it but doesn't matter, bro. What I'm saying story. is entertainment. If I'm gonna watch, if you're asking me which movie would I watch, Thor the Dark World or The Incredible Hulk. I'm watching Thor the Dark World because Loki is much more interesting and he does more in that movie than anything that's happening in the whole movie of the Hulk. Right. I'm not watching yep. that again. I'm really not going to watch Hulk again. Right, I can't no, fight you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. That's, that's what makes Thor the Dark World for me at number at like third to, to, to last. Uh, well, guys, that's our review. Uh, next time we get together, what are we uh, what will we be watching? We gonna watch. Hold on, I think it's Ant Man. Yeah, Ant Man. Great. Well, next time we get together, uh, we're gonna watch Ant Man. Uh, we're gonna review. We're gonna. <laughs> there it is. Uh, next time we get together, we're gonna watch Ant Man. Uh, it's a fun movie. Very different. Uh, come back to us uh, next time we watch it. Have a good day. Thank you so much. For